Hey guys and welcome back to Cat Eye Podcast. My name is Brody, and today we're going to do a very fitting Valentine's Day podcast. Um, just to start off, I feel like I need to like put forward like my overall thoughts on the whole thing. I honestly, I I don't really care if you support it or like if you like doing it. I think it can be fun. Um, I'm like not really phased about it in all honesty. Like it doesn't really bother me <laughs> that much doing something or not doing anything. I don't have like this whole like, oh, it's Valentine's Day kind of like thing. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a made up sort of a holiday. Um, obviously I've got like points on it and stuff, but that's kind of my, my overall stance on the whole thing. I just, yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's not like my favorite thing, but I can see where people can get enjoyment from it. But I think um, the view that I kind of have is probably going to sound overall negative. So I just want to start off with saying that, like, um, I don't have a problem if you like it, <laughs> obviously, um, and do whatever makes you happy. That's the most important thing. And anything that makes your partner feel happy also is important. So do whatever is best for you and your relationship. I'm just talking about my personal feelings on the whole thing. So just thought I would put that out there. But I feel like I wanted to just talk about um, actually the start of it because I had a quick look into it. Um, about how it all like began and everything because I thought that would just be kind of interesting to know because I've sort of like heard a little bit about it um, but I never really actually looked into it myself of like the whole story and how it got started oh gosh sorry <sighs> I worked earlier today so I'm tired um, but yeah so I had a look into it and I actually thought it was kind of interesting um, and some of you may have heard these stories before. I'm just on the History Channel, so it's obviously like top school stuff. But um, they had a couple of different Valentine people, saints, like whatever you want to call them. Um, they had one that they said um, was around when there was some Roman Emperor Claudius II. And apparently he decided that uh, when men aren't married, they're better soldiers. So he basically was like men can't marry women <laughs> and then this valentine guy was like mm, this kind of seems a bit fucked and i'm not really about it so fuck it i'm just gonna go against you emperor and marry these young couples who are in love because we love love <laughs> and um yeah so apparently he like just performed a whole bunch of marriages in like secret instead and um yeah uh, the sad part is so that he was eventually apparently discovered and then was killed um, so that's kind of a little bit sad, um, but I think it's still cute. Um, then another one was apparently this Valentine that was helping Christians escape, um, like Roman prisons. Um, and like, apparently it was like, I mean, if you're looking back down that time, like obviously like scenarios went good. They say like they were beaten and tortured. So like, obviously you don't want to be in those prisons. Um, and I guess he was found that he was doing that. And so he was caught and imprisoned, and apparently this Valentine guy sent um, the first Valentine greeting um, to this young woman that he was in love with that said, from your Valentine, which obviously, like, that's the phrase that we use in those cards and shit. So that's the kind of, like, origins that I found. I didn't do, like, a whole bunch of research or anything, but I just thought it would be fun to, <laughs> um, to just sort of put the ground basis of like where that came from obviously it's a like a different thing now but I just thought that was kind of interesting and I was like oh these guys are like kind of epic like we're putting this like down to something as simple as like chocolates and roses when these guys were like awesome bros like they were heroes <laughs> um but yeah so 
Honestly, I, as I said earlier, I find it to be kind of more of a made-up sort of a holiday. Like, I feel like it's, and I don't think this is necessarily in, like, an unpopular opinion that, like, you either, like, are really for it and it's a special moment or you're not really that interested. And in that case, like, you have that same feeling of, like, it's kind of forced and made up. Like, I just feel like, um, like, having a day assigned that you have to show your partner love and affection and, like, shower them in gifts or take them out or just anything like that I feel like is kind of I don't know like it's a little bit sad maybe um I don't want to say that because again I like feel like everyone does what makes them happy but like just for me I feel like it means more to have a gesture out of nowhere like it's the same way like on your birthday or Christmas or anything like that like or you know anniversaries like it's expected that you do something for your partner um and I just feel like and obviously like it's really nice like who doesn't want to be showing love and affection and who doesn't love some chocolates but uh I just think it almost to me means more yeah when it's like a day that's just a random Tuesday or whatever you know like um you know totally unexpected out of the blue you come home and they've decided to shower you with a gift or um, you know, you just like spontaneously go on a date night or something like anything like that. I just feel like is a little bit more special, I guess, because it's sort of like they're thinking of you without being told to, I guess, like they're not, you know, Valentine's Day is so set up in the way that, you know, it's this day that you're expected to show lots of love and do all this stuff. And then if you don't, like you're a bad person, I just feel like it shouldn't be like that. And also if you have to be reminded to give your partner affection, like, I don't know, maybe you like need to look at yourself a little bit more. Obviously, I mean, by all means, use it if you're doing like being affectionate other days of the week. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any problem with that, but I feel like if it's like these poor people who are in relationships where the one day they know they're going to get affection is like Valentine's Day, I don't know, I feel like that's a little bit sad. Um, but yeah, and I also just feel like it's so made up, like someone kind of just decided like, oh, like, let's just make this day where society obliges that we have to buy all this shit for our partners. Um, you know, I think it's predominantly a male-female thing. I don't know if that's, like, taken out of context, so apologies if it is, but I feel like a lot of the stuff that you see um, is always, you know, like, hetero stuff, and I feel like queer and LGBT, plus and all that sort of stuff, they're all kind of missing out a little bit like there's not the same recognition for them in their relationships and their couples um just personally um yeah I feel like it's a lot of like yeah very normal hetero white person kind of a thing that they use I mean like I might be talking out of my ass and if I am let me know but I just feel like it's very like yeah that sort of classic symbol red roses box of chocolates type of thing and it's this whole it, I feel like it's um it makes you feel bad if you don't do it, which is where I think they con you in a little bit. Like if you, your partner didn't buy you flowers and chocolates and take you out, then, you know, they obviously don't love you because this is the day of love. And, you know, it's the one day a year where they really should be showing you affection. It's like, yeah, but also they could do it to me the next day and it would be just as special. Like, I just feel like they really con you into feeling bad if you don't get it. So then you're upset with your partner, which is unideal. Um, and also your partner feels bad. Maybe they can't afford to do that shit. Like, why does that have to be a thing? Like, why can't you just be spending time with each other or whatever? You know, I don't know. But 
I just, yeah, and I think, like, as well for single people, like, I know there's a lot of, like, um, I've seen things like Galentine's Day where, like, it's just a bunch of gal pals that are single and they all get together and stuff, which I think is, like, a kind of fun way of looking at it. But overall, Valentine's Day really makes you feel like shit if you haven't got someone, which, like, it shouldn't have to be like that. Like, I don't know. I, and I think it's, like, it's so cringy seeing <laughs> all these, and maybe, like, I shouldn't talk because, I don't know. I'm in a couple, so who am I to judge? But I just find it so cringy when you see people posting about their Valentine's Day plans and stuff and like, oh, like my whatever was so sweet. He got me like flowers and like, I don't know. I just find it like a lot. Like I'm like, I would really like that doesn't necessarily make me jealous. I'm just kind of like pissed off. Like I don't need to see how like in love you are. And also like I'm going to be more like, oh, wow, that's so lovely. You must really love each other if it's like out of nowhere like you just come home one day and they've surprised you with something so that's my personal take on it um also there's this whole thing um like I know in a lot of schools they do like valentine's stuff which I feel like is sort of it's a catch-22 really like I don't have a problem with doing it if everybody gets something but it's the fact that you get like the odd child that doesn't get anything and then it like completely ruins them like I mean, obviously, like, it's not going to be the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to them in their life, but it's going to make you feel pretty alone and, like, left out. Um, because I think if you do a thing where, like, you know, everybody in the class gets a rose and then it's like, you know, maybe there's a little kid that thinks, like, oh, like, I really like Stacy, so I'm going to give her, like, a little extra something that I got or whatever. That's kind of nice because I think, like, at least everybody gets to go home with something. No one's left out and then, like, you know, you get a little something extra if that happens, but... It's the one where it's like, oh, yes, no, we accept Valentine's gifts, but just bring them for who you want to. We're not supplying anything. And then you end up with these poor kids that are left with nothing. And, like, it's just, I don't know, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because, like, I know what it feels to be left out. <laughs> and I just know that it, like, it kind of crushes you a little bit because you kind of keep hoping that maybe, like, they're just waiting for later in the day or maybe they're just waiting for lunchtime or maybe they want to wait till everybody else in class has left. And then it gets to the end of the day, your mum's picking you up and you're like, okay so no one loves me <laughs> like and then meanwhile you've got these other kids that have got like five different valentines like I don't know I just feel like it's not really it's very fair like unfair I guess if it's not done right and I, but I respect the ones that do it correctly with the whole like everybody gets something which I know kind of sounds like that everybody's special but this is different like this is kids feelings um and I think like I, but in saying that, like, I also think it's totally fair to be like, look, we're not doing Valentine's. It ends in tears every time. Like, we're just going to not do it this year. If you want to do it privately, go for it. But nothing at school. Like, I feel like that's totally fair to high school. High school is a little bit different because I think you're old enough to be like able to comprehend it. I think it can still really, really hurt. Uh, but it's not the same as kids where like you don't get it and you're like, why am I missing out? You know, um, high school definitely hurts. But I think you don't need to valentine's day thing to tell you if you like feeling left out i feel like you already feel that way um not that you should have to but i think you already that like are there i don't think february 14th is gonna do it for you um but yeah also i just wanted to take this time because we're talking about couples and stuff that um like trends in couples that i find kind of not great i already said about the cringy stuff but like this is kind of getting into it a little bit more um like, I don't know if anyone else has this feeling, but when you see, like, people and they're constantly posting about how in love they are or how cute they are or how much of a good time they're having together, and something about that to me just, like, spells, 
the opposite. Like, I'm like, if you have to prove so hard to everybody that's following you or whatever, or that like on your social media, you have to show so many versions of the same shit to show that you're happy. Like maybe you're not happy. Like, I feel like it's the same when people like say, I'm a this person. Like they'll say like, um, like, oh no, I'm like a really honest person. Or like, I don't, I hate lies. Like I'm so truthful. I'm like, I don't know if that really counts. I mean, I feel like that should be everybody. Um, but definitely like the, the honesty or like, you know, people go like, no, I'm so like upfront about my problems. Like I, like if someone says something to me, like I'm straight on to it, like I don't hold grudges. I'd rather just get it over with. And then they like, they tell you that like all the time about how upfront and great they are as a person. And then like something happens and then they like go into high school bullshit and like give you the cold shoulder and stuff. And you're like, I thought you were like upfront, like what's going on? But yeah, I think you know the kind of people that I'm talking about, um, get the idea. And I feel like that with couples that are doing the same thing where they're outwardly expressing how great and happy and loved up they are. Like they're usually like, I don't know, I just have this feeling of like they're hiding something. Like fair enough if like you've gone on like a date or um, something like that. Like I don't mind sharing stuff, but I feel like it's that constant over the top lovey-dovey kind of stuff all the time that's like kind of cringe that's just there to make people like be like oh you're such a lovely couple like I feel like that is just like I don't know to me it always seems like red flags like you guys aren't as happy as you're making out or something like I don't know that's I mean that's just me I feel like that's how I feel about it all um I don't personally post a lot about um like our relationship just because I feel like I don't know, like, people don't want to see it. It's, like, PDA a little bit. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just weird. Like, I don't feel the need to do it because I don't want to seek, the, like, the gratification of other people about our relationship because I know it's strong. But in saying that, I do worry that, like, because, um, like, it's such a thing to send or to post so much on social media about your relationship, I'm like, maybe people will think that we don't have a good relationship because the whole, like, trend is to show how happy you are all the time. But then I'm like, you know what? Who cares what other people think, right? Like, we are happy in ourselves. We've, like, had a bit of a fucking rocky road to get where we are. And I don't need other people to tell us that we're a good couple because I know that we are, right? (laughs) So that's kind of how I feel about that. Um, Although, just going to say this while I'm on the topic of myself. Um, I, (laughs) I, We always have our alarms at 7 a.m. because... Um, we want to wake up our cat so that he can have his breakfast because he was just like getting to a point where every morning he'd wake us up early and earlier to the point where we're like waking up at 5am. Um, and it was kind of really annoying because obviously that's super early to be getting him breakfast and we're like, we just want to sleep, bro. Um, so we set an alarm for 7am every morning. So then like he knows when that alarm goes off, it's breakfast time and doesn't wake us up, which actually has worked really well. Um, little tip for you guys there. Um, but uh, in the mornings, I normally try and get Harry to wake me up and then I'll decide whether or not like, I want to get up at seven or if I'm tired, I'll be like, I'm going to sleep another hour. And this morning I was like, dude, I'm, like I just sort of like didn't even half woke up. Like I was just like, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep. And I just kind of turned over again. He got up, gave Forrest some breakfast. Um, and then <laughs> on his like way over to Forrest, it was so cute. He um, like he grabbed my blankets and like pulled them up over my shoulders (laughs) and I was like literally like dying a little bit inside and it was and the funny thing was actually I needed to pee and I was like oh my god I have to pee so bad but also like I don't want to move because he's just set me up in such a cute little way um but I was sad to move because the peeing wasn't going anywhere um 
but yeah, I was just, it was like really taken aback by, like it was such a sweet little gesture. He probably, I think he thought I was already like had fallen back to sleep. So (laughs) it was just like a sweet little thing. And I was like, I can't even remember the last time someone like tucked me in or pulled a sheet over me. It was just so sweet. Um, But yeah, now that I've said my little cringe moment, um, I, yeah, I was going to talk about the toxic, (laughs) toxic couples. Um, Yeah. So I think it's important to be aware of not accepting trash because there's a trend. I don't know. I thought that like makes sense. Um, but I know there's like a lot of things going on. I talked about this actually in my, um, like one of my discussions with Harry, in fact, about, uh, trends with TikTok that were kind of dangerous in terms of like sex and stuff like that, where people were getting with, um, or we were worried that people would get with toxic people because they want a kinky sex life. And this kind of goes for couples as well. There's, again, like, there's lots of trends and things going around at the moment where, like, I want a really possessive boyfriend who, you know, wants me to only pay attention to him and nobody else. And, like, I want him to, like, give me, like, gestures that are self, like, we know what that means. And that means, like, look at me only. And, like, you're going to get punished when we get home and stuff like that. Like, just little things like that. And I feel like it's, like it's kind of dangerous like fair enough if you're in like a completely consensual safe dom sub scenario and that's like your thing um but i feel like this is gonna start this trend of girls or guys or whoever getting into relationships with people um that are actually toxic and like horrible volatile humans and staying with them because they think that it's like oh this is like trendy or Um, Like, oh, like having a possessive, like, partner is really hot, right? And I just, I worry that people are going to get into, like, domestic violence situations or just abusive situations with their partner where at the start there was definitely red flags and instead of taking them as a red flag, they went, oh, this is super hot. Um, And now they're in a horrible situation and I'm just concerned about that. (laughs) So I just wanted to put that out there. It's not really, like... I'm just concerned that people are not going to realize what they're in because it's such a trend. And, like, obviously, like, I've talked about my sex life. I'm, you know, we like to do kink play and dumb sub behavior. I mean, to give a little bit of information, last night we were doing, like, a sub-dumb play, as many of you who have listened to this would know, um, is what we're into. And we were doing, like, controlling. He was, you know, saying, like, calling me, um, you know, submissive names like slave and stuff like that not really calling me by my name or anything and um that sort of thing but it's the difference is it's fully consensual we talk about it beforehand like this might sound like oh what a mood breaker but it's actually it's not um you know I he says like oh like what what do you want to do tonight and I'll say like what I'm feeling and he'll be like yeah I'm into that I'm down and then that's what we act out. And so where we know what's going on. We also have safe words that both of us are fully aware of. But in saying that, I mean, outside of the bedroom, he's a fairly mellow guy. And he's not exactly like your typical, what you would expect a dom to be, I guess. Not that there's like a stereotype necessarily, but I feel like there's like an idea that people who maybe aren't in it think that it is. Um, and I don't feel like he just doesn't appear that way or doesn't come off that way. His mannerisms aren't like that. And I even know myself, like I get in a way where I'm like, oh, you know, like I'd like you to be a little bit more territorial of me or a little bit more, um, I guess possessive or like, you know, treat me more of like yours than, you know, what he does. Cause he honestly, 
he's so chill, which like obviously is a great thing. Um, he, you know, is totally chill with me, like giving a cuddle to my friends, male, female, whatever. Um, he's not worried about, you know, me getting with anybody else. So he's like totally chill with what's going on. But I just, I guess I would like, <clears throat> for me, I know I would like a little bit more of like a assertive male presence. But I also know that by saying that to him, I'm not getting someone who is going to ignore my wishes. And if I ever said to him like, hey, I know I asked for this, but I think it's like a little bit much or it's making me uncomfortable, he's going to back off. Like he won't continue that behavior. So that's the difference. Whereas I think people will get with people who they haven't asked them to be possessive or, you know, you know, territorial or anything with them. They just are. And it's not normally in the way of like, oh, I've got my arm around you and I want to be like with you or holding you the whole time or like, you know, um, that sort of thing. It's like, oh my God, you texted a male friend. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're not allowed to talk to men um, or women, whatever your preference is. <laughs> um, you know, that kind of thing. And I feel like, and then goes, oh my God, you know, that's, that's so hot or that's so on trend or he's so possessive. Like, it's so hard, guys. Um, and it's just, it's really, it's toxic and it's dangerous and we shouldn't necessarily be normalizing it in a way of like, oh, that's desirable because it's not a desirable trait unless it's spoken between the two of you. Um, and that goes, as I said, whatever relationship you're in, that's the way it is. Communication should always be open. It shouldn't be, oh, he's really, or she's really possessive and controlling, um, and I don't have much of a say with what goes on, but it's fine because I like being submissive. That's not what that is. I've said it before, like submissive, if you're a submissive, you are in control of the situation because you set the boundaries. It's not a dom, right? Like, yes, they, they are in control, but they're in control of a situation that you create and that you've said you're okay with. And if you tell them to stop, they stop. So that's kind of just wanted to put that out there because I'm, I'm like genuinely a little bit concerned with some of the stuff that I see floating around is like on trend. And I'm like, I hope people realize like you don't need an actual toxic person to get the version that you're after. You know, that's just it's unnecessary. Um, I'm also concerned when people like say things. I think this is more of a young person thing, but I also like have seen it in um, I've seen it in couples that are a little bit more what I would assume should be more mature. Um, and when people say like things like, oh, we're just a couple that fights. I'm always so concerned by that because I'm like, yeah, couples fight. But it's it's normal to fight in the way that like, or it's sorry, I should say it's common to fight, right? Like couples will fight. It's bound to happen. You're spending a lot of time with one person. Like, you know, there's going to be things that you butt heads on. But there's a difference between, I suppose, like bickering and having a disagreement and maybe taking a step, you know, away for a second, having a break, taking an hour or something for yourself and then coming back and talking about it and having like a full blown screaming match where you need to separate for like an extended period of time, um, go completely away from that other person and then come back and then have makeup sex and act like everything's fine and not talk about it because I hear that a lot of like people and I don't want to say again I know more heterosexual scenarios because that's just what like I'm around um, so I'm sure there's similar things happening in other uh, relationship groups and stuff like that that I just I haven't personally experienced but like I'm sure it happens 
Um, but I know there was this one story of this girl and it was actually someone of my sister that was saying how she can't talk to her boyfriend about the future because he gets angry and fights. But that's fine because that's like, you know, it's just expected. So I just don't bring it up anymore because, you know, it just brings up a fight. And I realize um, this is sort of like a little bit different, but I worry that like there's this whole thing of like, oh, he fights when I bring this up, so I'm not going to bring it up or, you know, we have a fight, but then like, he doesn't listen to me when I talk. So then I just like, I just leave it alone. And I'm so worried for those people because it's, again, it's such a toxic thing to have that you can't talk to your partner about what's made you upset because they just won't listen and the fight continues. You know what I mean? Like you should be able to say, sit down with your partner, talk about what's going on, why you're upset and hear both sides of what's going on so you're understanding of each other and then move on from it and grow from it as opposed to oh well you know he said he was sorry and I you know don't feel like he's gonna listen to me if I say my piece because every other time I've done it he's just said I'm a bitch or I'm a nag or whatever so I'm just gonna say I'm also fine with it and move on because at least I got a boyfriend and he loves me right like no if he can't fucking have a conversation like there's something wrong there and just think about like when you have kids is this really like the person that you want to have like in your life or not to say that you have to have kids but I'm just saying that as an example like you're gonna only get more and more responsibility down like the road and so as someone that you can't communicate with someone you really want like if you're gonna buy a house or rent a house or you know if either of you ever gets into like like a horrible, you know, God forbid an accident, you're in the hospital for a couple of weeks or you've got pets or whatever, like anything with responsibility, do you really want someone you can't talk to? Or even just as simple as like when you live together and there's chores like that are dedicated to each person because that's something you should be talking about, by the way, if you move, anyone that you move out with should be a discussion about like chores because that just like so leads to problems. But if you can't talk about things with them, like how are you ever going to exist in the same space? And all that happens is the person that stopped communicating their feelings just feels like run down, exhausted, they don't feel listened to, it pents up and eventually they just like explode within themselves and whether that comes out as this huge meltdown or a huge fight or they end up leaving, whatever the case, it's just like, it's not healthy, like you should be listened to. Um, and I mean, same goes for them too, like you have to be able to listen to your partner. I mean, they've obviously got a valid thing that's upset them. And even if you think it's stupid, obviously they don't. And if you care about them, you should be listening to it. Um, but I don't want to normalize fighting. <laughs> like if you're fighting about every second thing, maybe you're not compatible. Like, and that's fine. You can like, they can be on paper, everything that you're wanting and you guys just maybe don't fit. Maybe the little things that you do are just too frustrating between the two of you or you've got slightly different views or whatever. But if you're always fighting, it's not healthy, it's not good for you. And maybe that's something you should think about is do you want to be in a constantly, you know, possibly walking on eggshells environment or an environment where you're constantly like heated with not a positive discussion, but negative discussions all the time? Because to me, that doesn't sound like a happy environment. And I'd be considering what that means for you. Um... So yeah, <laughs> that wasn't such a, this was really a downer for Valentine's Day, but um, I just had these thoughts. I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I guess I should probably put something that's like themed out there because, you know, it's a thing. But uh, to be honest, I, I don't know if any of you <laughs> listening to this, in Australia, we, I'm in Victoria and we're currently in the middle of a five day lockdown. So 
lots of Valentine's Day plans have just suddenly been cut short because we're in like stage four lockdown, which means you literally can't leave your house except to like get groceries, go for like a two hour exercise break and work if you need to. Or caregiving, that's the other one. So like you're basically stuck at home the whole time. So everyone's Valentine's Day plans got cancelled. And um, it's kind of like a bummer for a lot of people, I'm sure. It's like we actually, like after all of this, we don't normally worry too much about celebrating Valentine's Day, but we saw that the movie Pretty Woman was going to be at the drive-in. And Pretty Woman is one of my favorite movies ever. And so we were actually going to go and like see it because we thought this would be so cute. And like, it's an older movie. So like it's not in the cinemas, obviously very much. Um, and it was actually kind of sad because we're like, this is just a cool activity that we wanted to do and we didn't get to do that. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but I saw a lot of things about like, oh, now that the lockdown's in place, like I'm not going to be able to say like to my crush that I like them until next Valentine's day. And I just want to say, you don't have to wait for any day to tell someone that you love them. Like telling someone that you have a crush on them or that you like them or you love them or whatever is such a lovely thing to do and I'm sorry to anyone that gets rejected from it rejection is healthy to be able to accept and I think that most people can do it in a really nice way when they let you down if they're not doing it nice then well you know what kind of person they are and you probably didn't want to be with them anyway but just know that even if you got rejected that person hearing that will feel so good about themselves because they know that someone out there actually does care about them and even if you're not their type you've probably just made their day like it's a lovely thing to hear that someone loves you. And I think that there's no need to wait for a day. Just tell them. And like, God forbid something happens. Would you really want to be like, oh, I missed out because I just didn't say it because I was waiting like the, for one more day because it was going to be Valentine's Day? Like, no, just tell them. Any day can be a special day if you make it. So, yeah, I think that's a much nicer note to leave it on. <laughs> um, I know I said I was actually going to talk about um, mental health on this episode but with valentine's day coming up i just felt like that was maybe a bit too heavy um to talk about so i'll probably do that for the next one um but i do want to say if you have any thoughts or comments or anything like that obviously let me know send me a message or comment on um cat eye podcast twitter and instagram um if you have any further topics that you'd like me to talk about obviously again let me know on there um, I post to those pages every week with the topic that I'm discussing. So if you have any stories or thoughts on mental health, um, by all means, let me know and I will endeavor to include it in the next one. Obviously, I realize that it's, as I said, a quite a heavy topic. So I totally get if people don't feel comfortable talking about it. It can be anonymous if you feel like it. But um, I just want to put that one all out there. Um, I release a new podcast every Sunday or Monday. And I think that's more or less where I'm trying to remember what I say, but like I realized that I forgot, like I have these things of what I want to get out. And then like I realized every time I'm editing, I'm like, I forgot one. Oh, I just remembered it. Um, please rate and subscribe or review or whatever. It helps get this channel out of oh, this podcast out to a lot more people. So I would love to get some feedback from you guys because I do really enjoy making them. And I just want to know from you guys how you feel about them. Um, but yeah, so I hope all of you, whether you celebrate it or not, have a lovely February 14th with whatever you do with it. Um, to those of you that are in Victoria, if you're listening, I'm sorry, it sucks, but we can get through this. <laughs> um, otherwise, thanks for listening. Thanks for the chats and I will talk to you all later. Bye.